He was waiting for her. He had been waiting for an hour and a half, in a dusty suburban lane, with a row of big elms on one side and some eligible building sites on the other. And far away to the southwest, the twinkling yellow lights of the Crystal Palace. It was not quite like a country lane, for it had a pavement and lampposts, but it was not a bad place for a meeting all the same, and farther up towards the cemetery it was really quite rural and almost pretty, especially in twilight. But twilight had long deepened into the night. He loved her, and he was engaged to be married to her with the complete disapproval of every reasonable person who had been consulted, and this half-clandestine meeting was tonight to take the place of the grudgingly sanctioned weekly interview because a certain rich uncle was visiting at her house, and her mother was not the woman to acknowledge to a moneyed uncle who might go off any day a match so deeply ineligible as hers with him. So he waited for her, and the chill of an unusually severe May evening entered into his bones. The policeman passed him with a surly response to his good night. The bicyclists went by him like grey ghosts with foghorns, and it was nearly ten o'clock and she had not come. He shrugged his shoulders and turned towards his lodgings. His road led him by her house, desirable, commodious, semi-detached, and he walked slowly as he neared it. She might even now be coming out, but she was not. There was no sign of movement about the house, no sign of life, no lights even in the windows, and her people were not early people. He paused by the gate, wondering. Then he noticed that the front door was open wide open, and the street lamp shone a little way into the dark hall. There was something about all this that did not please him, that scared him a little indeed. The house had a gloomy and deserted air. It was obviously impossible that it harboured a rich uncle. The old man must have left early, in which case 